1: Hello and welcome to LawPod. I am Lauren Dempster. I'm a lecturer here in the School of Law at Queen's University Belfast and Director of LawPod. I am delighted to be joined by three of our current master's students today. So in the School of Law at Queen's, we have six LLM programmes. Those programmes are in law, international human rights law, criminology and criminal justice, law and technology, international commercial and business law and intellectual property law. And the students today represent three of those programmes. Our students are going to offer some reflections on what the process of doing a master's has been like. So a little bit about their decision to do a master's, how they find the experience overall and how they have found their programmes at Queen's. So uh, I'm going to let the students each introduce themselves. So uh, if we start with yourself, Tom.
0: My name is Tom. I'm studying on the Criminology and Criminal Justice LLM programme. And I studied at UEA, um, Philosophy and Politics.
2: Oh, interesting, Tom. Thank you. And Ogaku? Hello, uh, my name is Ogaku, and I'm doing the LLM in Law and Technology. I studied at University of Lagos before doing the Masters at Queen's. Um, I did a law undergraduate program. Yeah. Thank you. And Luke? My name is Luke.
3: I'm currently doing the LLM in International Commercial and Business Law. And I did my undergraduate in the Netherlands in a relatively small town called Groningen, and I studied international European law.
1: Oh, interesting. So quite a a diversity then in terms of academic backgrounds and also you're each on different programmes now, so it'll be interesting to hear about your experiences. In terms of then the decision to come and do your master's, Luke, perhaps you can start, what was the thought process for you in terms of coming to do your master's?
3: So for me, um, which I think is probably the case for a lot of students studying law or other degrees at undergraduate level, my undergraduate degree was quite broad so I was studying a lot of areas that I was very interested in, a few areas that maybe I was not so interested in. And so for me, I wanted to do a master's because I really wanted that opportunity to hone in on those areas that I had already developed an interest in and study them in much greater detail. Um, and another reason for me personally is because I realized that I wanted to end up working in the UK or Ireland. So um, I thought that a master's would be a good step towards that as well.
1: For sure. Why did you choose Queen's specifically?
3: There were several reasons. First of all, because one of the areas I was really interested in in my undergraduate was corporate governance. And Queen's is actually quite a renowned university for corporate governance. So for people studying commercial law specifically, that um, is quite a selling point. Also, in general, Queen's is quite renowned for research. It's a Russell Group university. I knew I wanted to study at a, a good university in the, in the UK. Another good reason was the quality of research here. And then, of course, there are more practical reasons as well. So Belfast as a city, it's a lovely city. I've been here a few times before. And it's also relatively cheap compared to um, some other cities, like especially London um, and the like. So kind of a mix of those practical reasons, but also... Queen's is very good for research and for what I'm interested in specifically.
1: For sure. Thank you, Luke. Uh, Ogaki, could you tell us a bit about uh, your decision to do a master's, both generally and then also coming to Queen's to do it?
2: My motivation to do a master's was really because the opportunity to do a master's presented itself. As an undergraduate, I was passionate about law and technology, and you could see that in the choice of my undergraduate project topic, which was on e-commerce and consumer protection, Queen's was one of the few schools offering a programme in law and tech. And as a Russell Group University, I was happy to, you know, apply to Queen's and do this programme with Queen's when I was offered a place. I would encourage anybody there, you know, to do a master's in law and tech because really tech is the future and you wouldn't want to be left behind.
1: Yeah, it must be quite exciting, like, focusing on an area of law that's still quite sort of new and emerging
2: Yes, it is. And before doing this program, I mean, I had a narrow conception of law and technology. But having done the program, I see now that there's more to law and tech. It's not what people think it is. There's so many nuances to law and technology. It's not just data protection or like financial services. There are things like artificial intelligence, surveillance, privacy, you know, that we have to contend with. So it is a really good program for me and I'd recommend it to anyone.
1: That's great. Thank you, Ogaki. Um, so, Tom, I'm sure some of your reasoning will overlap with what we've heard, but I guess could you tell us about your decision uh, to come here and specifically to do the LLM in criminology and criminal justice?
0: Well, there were there was two reasons why I chose the master's that I did. The, the motto of my old university was do different, and one of my main motivations was to study something different and go somewhere different to study that. And the other reason I chose it was my undergrad was quite broad and general, philosophy and politics, um, and criminology and criminal justice was a chance to narrow that down to something more specific.
1: Have you felt then that it is more of a narrowing rather than a, a, a shift to something different in terms of going from philosophy and politics to then criminology and criminal justice?
0: I would say it's a mixture of both in the sense that it, it narrows the topics down, but also it is something slightly different as well.
1: Great. Thank you, Tom. I guess we're recording this um, for our listeners' information in May. So our students have finished most of their assignments, but they have their dissertation remaining. So it's hopefully quite a good time, actually, to hear your reflections on the master's programmes that you've done Um Okay, Tom, so you'd mentioned that um, part of your motivation was this sort of motto from your undergraduate institution of Do Different, and that's part of the reason why you decided to come here. Could you tell us uh, what your experience has been like of doing a, a master's in, in Belfast?
0: Well, as you can tell, I'm English, and I've never been to Ireland until recently. And to come here and study criminal, criminology and criminal justice gave me a unique environment and unique experiences which enhanced what I was learning
1: brilliant and did you find that sort of chemistry in your in your classes and your your teaching or the teaching experiences that you had
0: yes i did we we have talked at length about issues relating to criminal justice in northern ireland um, especially issues involving all the historical elements
1: Great. Thank you, Tom. Ogaku, I wanted to pick up with you. Obviously, you mentioned that you have a real passion for law and tech, and also this is quite a new area. Um, Could you tell us a bit just about what
2: the the program has been like? Oh, first, it's the best program. (laughs) Sorry to the other LLMs. Um, Yeah, the program has been good. I particularly like the research that the the faculty has put into structuring the program. You can see that it's a well-thought program, and it prepares you for the world we're going into so we're doing things in artificial intelligence we're also looking at things in data and privacy and how it affects our rights we are also you know examining laws and examining new technologies and trying to come up with legal solutions to these problems so it it's it has been really insightful and i've had a good time you know researching and reading well most of the time yes <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Um, How have you found the transition from sort of undergraduate level work to to master's?
2: Well, in the first semester, it was much easier. um, But the second semester has been a bit difficult or more difficult, rather, because I wrote exams in my undergraduate. um, It's slightly different from what I have here at Queen's, where I'm doing more coursework and writing essays. But generally, it has been a good experience and the faculty has been helpful, you know, with good feedback. And the school also has resources for international students. So we have classes that support us um, transitioning into a new educational system. So that has really been helpful um, in my academic work.
1: That's great. Thank you, Ogaku. Um, look, given the stage we're at, you've you've been studying your master's now since September. Um, could you tell us uh, a bit about what things you've particularly liked about your master's so far?
3: So um, this may be a particular... No, I think this is the case with a lot of the specialisations that we're all doing. Um, I really liked the choice that we get throughout the process. So for my first semester, we had three compulsory modules, which kind of taught us essential areas of commercial law, like competition, antitrust law and all of that and then for the second semester especially we got a lot of choice in terms of the modules that we could choose Um, and I guess the culmination of that choice would be the dissertation. So I really liked that element of choice and it really allows us I feel to develop independence in studying it really lets us find out for ourselves what we're interested in rather than just I think for undergraduate at least for myself for my own undergraduate we didn't have much choice at all so even though the topics were quite interesting you didn't feel like you were actually choosing to study them and um, so i really like that sense of i guess agency and um, that comes with a master's program um, i know that was a very academic oriented answer but i think that would probably have to be my favorite thing and of course queens does have a lot of um, extracurricular activities you can get involved with as well and um, there's opportunities to do mooting, there's opportunities um, to get involved in a student law journal. And um, so all of those um, elements also make for a really fruitful study experience, I think.
1: Great. Thanks, Luke. And Luke and Ogaku, you're both student skills assistants, is that right? Yes. yes. Uh, what does that involve?
3: So as student skills assistants, there are six of us, right? There are six of us in the law school, I think. Yes. Yes. And basically, our job is just to um, support undergraduates with developing study skills. So over the over the year, we've ran seminars on topics like how to reference um, using OSCOLA, which can be quite daunting, especially if you haven't come from a law background before. How to structure essays, problem questions, and we've also done um, one-on-one sessions for undergraduates who come to us kind of with specific study skills, related questions, and that they want to improve.
2: We've also done workshops on critical analysis and um, critical writing and reading and how to receive feedback. And apart from academic um, workshops, we also have, let's say, fun events um, like cinema trips or trips to the courts. Like we had the Chinese New Year celebration, yes. And so we also support students with our coffee mornings where they drop in and just discuss things that they'd want to discuss with the student skills assistance.
1: Brilliant. And have you found that experience helpful in terms of your own skill development, in terms of sort of just, uh, I guess, mentoring to some extent?
2: Yes, and it's also um, a pretty fulfilling role um, because you're taking people through a path that you've been on. Um, and it's nice that Queen's has a student skills assistants, you know, part of the school. Um, as an undergraduate, I didn't have this kind of support and it's good to see Queen's doing that for the undergraduate students like studying law can be really daunting and if you don't have the support it's easy for you to feel like it's it's the worst thing in the world but having that support um, from the school and from the student skills assistant makes the journey much easier makes it easier for you to actually finish um, your degree
3: I definitely agree with everything Ogaku said. Also, on a bit of a more selfish note, I suppose, sometimes I would have one-on-ones with undergraduates where they'd come to me with questions. It would make me realise that actually I still had so much more to learn. Um, I think I finally know how to reference House of Commons debates um, perfectly now, which I don't think is something I would have really encountered as much if I um, if I didn't have um, people come to me with those kind of questions. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, on a more selfish level it kind of makes you more engaged with the topics that because you feel like you have to know them if you're giving advice on it you really need to know them inside out so in that sense i found it really fulfilling as well
1: for sure i agree
2: with luke yeah
1: great thank you yeah it's um it's a definitely an interesting role and it's, it's good to hear your reflections on it um ogaku you mentioned then that uh, a law degree can be quite daunting i know you were referring to undergraduate level but uh masters I um, mine was a long time ago but i remember it being quite an intense year. Could any of you speak to perhaps some of the challenges or or difficulties that that you found um, over the the course of the past uh, eight or nine months?
3: I think one thing that a lot of students, myself included, probably struggle with is even though there are certainly a lot of research um, elements to an undergraduate degree, the LLM is a lot more research intensive so like the assignments that you would get at undergrad level which would probably take the form of problem questions and a few essays uh, at least for me for the LLM it was more research papers for every um, every class with a few exceptions so definitely um, kind of developing those core research skills at a level that I hadn't really dreamed of an undergraduate um, level, especially in terms of methodology, which has always been, I think, one of my weaker points. So really having to grapple with that methodological rigor that you really need to study a research intensive uh, master's degree, I think it was definitely a challenge, but it is incredibly rewarding. Like writing my dissertation now, I feel so much more prepared because of those methodology courses that I've had that maybe I was really struggling with at the time. Um, so it's a challenge, but it definitely, um, it definitely helps, helps you learn and it prepares you very
1: well. Great, thank you. Does anyone else have any reflections in terms of challenges or just some of the, the elements that you find a little bit more tricky?
0: I would just make an addition to Luke's point um, that it's probably about double the amount of work in a master's compared to an undergrad degree. As long as you think about it like that, you'll be
1: fine. Yes, yeah, so come prepared to get stuck in, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you, Tom. Um, Ogaki, do you have any reflections in terms of things you might have found a little bit difficult?
2: Oh, probably the research. I mean, it's it's interesting and it's good to find, find out about new stuff. But it can also be really challenging trying to put all that research into a paper. Um, I think that's the part that has been most difficult for me. Um, synthesising all the materials and finding my own voice as I write these papers um, or make these arguments in my assessments. Um, it's rewarding, but it's challenging.
1: For sure. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a key takeaway, isn't it, from Masters? Is that it's, it's a lot of work, but it can be really rewarding. Uh, so I guess you know we're in May now, so you still have your dissertations to write. Um, do any of you um, have plans for what's next? Do any of you know what you're going to do after the Masters?
2: Um, I'm hoping to do a PhD here at Queen's um, or get a job working as a data privacy lawyer or a law and tech lawyer in the law firm.
1: Interesting. Thank you. Any other thoughts from anyone?
3: Um, I'll be doing my training contract at a law firm in Belfast starting in September, so...
1: Oh, brilliant. Yeah,
3: I'll be here for a while, I think.
1: Yeah, oh, that's excellent. How long is the training contract?
3: Um, two and a half years.
1: Oh, wow, excellent. Well, congratulations. That's an exciting an exciting time. Mm-hmm. Tom, do you have plans?
3: My plan is to start a career.
1: Yes. Somewhere. <laughs>
0: yep. um, but I would like to do a PhD, mm-hmm. and both the career and the PhD, I'd like to do it in Belfast. Excellent. So. I like my time here.
1: Oh, that's when And really- I want to stay. That's brilliant to hear, Tom. And yeah, I think as well, I mean, the two... You can do both things, you know, you can be in practice and you can pursue academia and sometimes people do one and then go to the other and vice versa. But it's great to hear that you've had a positive experience in Belfast. I guess then given the stage you're at now in your master's, for any students who are thinking about doing a master's, either generally or specifically coming to Queen's, um, would you have any sort of words of wisdom around making those choices?
0: Well, to bring it up again, uh, the UEA motto, do different. Um, I would say if you're planning to do a master's, maybe think about doing something slightly different to what you did at undergrad, Um, maybe in a different location as well.
1: For sure. Yeah, it can be good to move around and make new contacts and get to know new faces.
3: I would have, I think, two main pieces of advice that I'm grateful that I think I took when I was um, deciding on a master's. The first is to really think to yourself what you have a keen interest in. Um, because you will get the most out of the master's if you go in with a clear idea of what you want to get out of it, of those areas that you want to learn more about. Um, Maybe even, well, you don't have to have an idea of your dissertation topic, but just don't go into it um, if you don't feel an interest in those areas. Don't do a master's for the sake of doing a master's. Make sure that you um, actually want to get something out of it. And then the second, a more practical um, consideration. I would look into funding opportunities, and that was one of the things that really attracted me to Queens. I think comparatively, there are quite a lot of scholarships and um, that are available. So it's always worth looking into those and um, funding um, those funding opportunities. Also, student loans.
1: Yeah, those are both excellent pieces of advice. Like uh, Ogaku, would you have any words of wisdom?
2: <laughs> yeah. So I'd say do something you're interested in. Um, you don't have to think too far. For example. My undergraduate project was just inspired by the fact that I was always shopping online. And (laughs) sometimes you'd, you'd order things that you liked, and when the things arrived, they weren't what you ordered. So those were the things that I thought about when I thought about that topic. And that was how my interest in law and tech, you know, was ignited. So you don't have to think too deeply or think too far about what you're passionate about. And um, if the opportunity presents itself for you to do a master's, for me, I believe that doing a master's is never a bad idea. There's no downside to doing a master's, I can't think of any. So I'd encourage anyone who has the opportunity to do a master's, to do a master's, and doing a master's at Queen's. <laughs> That's great.
1: Okay, so thank you to Luke, Ogaku and Tom for joining us for this episode. It's been really interesting to hear your reflections on the experience of doing a master's and doing a master's here at Queen's. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.